0: Gemini placements. This is not an astrology podcast.
1: This is just straight up verbal diarrhea from your two favorite assholes. We're back.
0: (laughs) The edgelords cometh. Yes.
1: Happy New Year, everybody. Our three listeners. How are you? Why do
0: you keep coming back? I don't understand. We are the most inconsistent. We're basically fuckboys. We're podcast fuckboys. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I think when we named the podcast, this was implied. Yeah, that's fair. I think right? that's fair. I think yeah. the Gemini reputation is not one of consistency.
0: That is true. That is very, <laughs> that is very true.
1: So that's that. And yeah. there we go. Um, so it is a new year, 2022. <laughs> For hey, 2000,
0: 2020 part three. <laughs>
1: yeah, honestly. And
0: um yeah, we're back. We're both out of COVID jail. Yeah, we both had COVID.
1: We both had COVID. I got it first, obviously. Yeah. Sam Setter. Yeah, Sam wanted it so fucking bad. And
0: classic, like for anybody who doesn't know our my relation or our relationship, um, uh, basically since the moment I met Anya, the, there's been this ongoing joke that I just want to be Anya. Because most I, people, me. most I mean, people just want to be don't you don't or
1: want to be the opposite.
0: <laughs> you are influential to say the least. So basically, Anya got COVID. I got jealous. I had FOMO. So I went and got COVID.
1: Yeah. And she had to like look for it.
0: Yeah. Like, I really, like, I really searched for it. Yeah.
1: She was like wandering the streets with a pot and pan, like banging it, like, bring
0: out your COVID. <laughs> Yeah. Spit in my mouth. I had, to, I had to stop banging the pots and pans at 7 p.m. though, because then everybody thought I was just cheering on healthcare workers still. And you
1: weren't. You actually were doing the opposite. Yeah. You wanted to get COVID. Fuck these healthcare workers. <laughs> Fuck these healthcare so workers. So lazy. <laughs> just quitting contribute. all over the place. I want to contribute to ICU. <laughs> I, we need to stop. <laughs> None of that is, is this true. Is too soon? Is this yeah. too soon? <laughs> too soon. Too much. Too edgy. I yeah. don't know. Anyway, New Year, same fucking hoes,
0: same shit. Absolutely, I refuse to change.
1: Yeah, we're in the staff room. There's a bottle of sriracha out. Sam's drinking Miller High Life. She just told me something so fucking gross. I won't repeat it, but,
0: like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. So, um, yeah, so how are your holidays, bruh? I mean, they were the holidays. I'm I'm the biggest Grinch. I mean, I shouldn't say the biggest. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's a bigger Grinch than I am. Um, me. Yeah. Sure.
1: No, because I'm not. Like, I'll like, pr- I'll, like, be grinchy, but then I'll, like, go full Martha Stewart and, like, do Christmas shit. Mm,
0: that's true. Yeah, you did do, like, a big, like, Christmas dinner thing. Um, super that.
1: spreader event. Yes. <laughs> that's what that's called.
0: It's okay. I had a super spreader event, too. Um, You're always
1: spreading them. <laughs> it's not always super. So man. I'm never lonely. <laughs>
0: Uh, just kidding. I'm always lonely. Um, just kidding about that too. Okay. anyways, so (laughs) holidays, the holidays were fine. Um, I didn't get to do everything. I didn't get to see my, my sister and my nieces, which was disappointing. Um, but I saw my parents Mm -hmm. and, uh, didn't get to see Scorpio man's mom, unfortunately, but saw his dad's side of the family and, and their fun and stuff. Went skating, just did like very basic bitch holiday shit. Um, How did you ring in the new year? uh, With uh, friends and drugs and booze. That's a great way to do it. Yeah.
1: That's excellent. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I got COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How was your... I had a lovely Christmas. I, too, am a Grinch. I'm also... um, I was raised um, Ukrainian Orthodox... By non-religious parents so Christmas is like fucking whatever um but I married an Irish Catholic also non-religious but my husband is raised Irish Catholic um so with a stay-at-home mom who would like fucking go off every Christmas like I can't Rita would like hang up Christmas towels like decorate the house you know they'd always have a big Christmas dinner and mm-hmm. because um, he married a hairdresser, and that's our busiest time. He's never been able to go home for Christmas to Dublin since yeah. 2013 when he mm. moved here. So to make up for that every year, I try to go off. Oh, that's so nice. But I, like, have eight mental breakdowns, and he's always like, hey, I boy. mean, how
0: do you have Christmas without having at least eight mental breakdowns? Like, right. I don't know how to do it.
1: It's too much. It's too much. And, and so in my culture, like, our big holidays New Year's. Okay, so because Soviet Union, there's no religion, right? And right. Christmas is a religious holiday. Orthodox Christmas is January 7th. So that is like whatever. It's not a big deal. Like once communism collapsed, people started going like church again. But it's not like a big shebang like here. So New Year's is like you just have family over. You get fucking wasted. Like you drink so yeah. much vodka and champagne. Like excellent. And you just put out tons of food. Um, but it's more like, it's not a roast dinner. It's, like, lots of, like, it's a more, like, a buffet style. Like, you do lots of cold cuts and cheeses Ooh, and caviar. Okay. And you
0: make some Lots of, like, charcuteries, nibblies, hors d'oeuvres. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and
1: we do, like, a lot of, like, traditional Russian salads, which is, like, literally meat and fucking mayonnaise. Everything. <laughs> mayonnaise is the glue of Soviet life. <laughs> like, that shit. Like, when I saw a salad in this country, I was like, yo, there's, like, loose leaves. Your- there's <laughs> no four cups of mayonnaise. Like, What is this? So, I didn't really grow up with Christmas being on December 25th. Um, So, it's like, I never really gave a shit. But, obviously, when um, we got married, you know, I... I slowly came around to it so I had my family over for Christmas for the first time I hosted and And I had my mom and my grandma and um, my best friend who is like same background as me pretty much and her boyfriend over um so it was super fun like I made enough food for like 85 people and we got lit well I don't drink anymore so I actually did not get lit on Christmas um like at all you're not
0: even smoke weed? I, was, I, vaped. I vaped like a little bit, but like, mm. you had um, to be, you had to be the hostess with the mostess. So yeah, you couldn't be.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I made edibles. I got my my mom and grandma lit
0: on edibles. That was amazing. Awesome. I wish I could have seen grandma. My mom
1: was fucking just trash.
0: Your mom is hilarious when she's lit. Oh my so, god! So like, it doesn't take much. I just, I always just have flashbacks to your wedding, and oh, I'm just like, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting at the the patio at boston pizza just calling for shots just of tequila screaming for
1: shots <laughs> oh, of tequila too she funny. oh my mom was like the best was so i asked my best friend to come like an hour early or so to help with stuff and my mom to come at the like my mom and grandma to come right at five when i was gonna have dinner because i are gonna be early in metal in the kitchen yeah and too much but obviously the opposite happened my mom and grandma were like an hour and a half early and then um, my bestie and her boyfriend were late.
0: Um, Rude. Just kidding. Well, that's
1: fine. The answer, Whatever. I know. I know. That's am <laughs> just talking shit. Talking sh- straight shit. She's a Sagittarius, so it's punctuality, not her forte. Um, but anyways, so they rocked up. So obviously, hubby was just fucking pouring vino for my mom. Amazing. And I was like, make sure. I was like, just play cards with them. Like, do whatever. Just make sure she doesn't get too hammered. Because... And she can't have snacks because I have, like, an eight-course fucking dinner coming in about an hour that I have to finish. So I was, like, in the kitchen doing shit, and I just hear my mom... Like, I just know. And it was like... So by the time... My friend and her boyfriend arrived. My mom was, like, half in the bag and telling us insane shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw some Insta stories of your mom and I was dying of laughter, but I also, like, could not figure out for the life of me what she was even saying. And, like, she'd say a bunch of words and then just, like, throw her head back and just, like, like, just lose her mind laughing and everybody else is laughing and I'm just like I don't know what on earth is happening. Everyone's having a great time which is all I care about but like I I wish I could be privy to whatever the fuck she's saying. My grandma also
1: so my best friend like wins every game like ever like she's really into board games and card and like whatever she always fucking wins my grandma destroyed my grandma came to kill (laughs) so my grandma just whooped everybody at cards all fucking night um and got lit on edibles and i made like a roast dinner and shit and we just shoveled and had the best time and then um i gave everybody COVID. I woke up the next day. I was like, oh, fuck. I like took a rapid test the second my rapid test juice hit the. Yeah. It was like
0: "Er,"
1: positive. So. Damn. So it was a little bit like few and bad. So I had to text everybody and be like, so you have COVID now for sure. Because we like transmission was happening. So everybody got sick um but it was pretty mild and we were all fine obviously everybody yeah. was totally chill and um as soon as i found out i was sick i just texted our bosses i was like yo i'm dipping for over two weeks i'm fucking yeah out yeah because of
0: you had you got it in 2021 and so the guidelines were different than what i had oh, i didn't give
1: a fuck i was dipping
0: no and honest to god though like and i i was saying this to to ryan earlier today I, I, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who would agree with me. I don't agree with the new guidelines no. that, um, the Ontario government set. I don't think five days from onset of symptoms is enough time for A, you to be better, but B, for you to not be contagious. Like, you need at least seven days from onset of symptoms. And even then, it's like, I don't know, Less man. Seven. And, and it's clearly like, they don't want people getting locked down. They don't want, they don't want people not being able to work. Like the economy needs to keep moving. Like I understand why the government is doing this. I don't think it's right. I no, but I do. Fuck you, un- pay me. Yeah, exactly. Like Fame fuck you, Doug t- Ford. Like yeah. how much money have you been sitting on this entire time? Yeah. that's a COVID relief, and you're not using any of it. And and it's just it's just bullshit. Like the the I I know the rest of the country hates Ontario, but I liked it
1: and (laughs) I was into it I was into it until
0: Douglas ruined it yeah exactly so listen. I just I like I'm glad that people are some people are able to take the time off that they need I'm I'm extremely grateful for the bosses that we have because they encouraged me to take more time Mm -hmm. uh than the government suggested it and yes a for the salon but also for me right because and like and i'm asthmatic so i do need to be careful you know like i had to like i was talking to one of scorpio man's friends who's also asthmatic and he got it pre-christmas and him and i were talking back and forth a little bit and he was like you need to be on your puffers like it like Mm -hmm. way more than you think because the the lasting effects, even after you don't have covid anymore, like your breathing is going to be is going to be fucked. So, yeah, it's just I, I definitely think the government is shooting all of us in the foot. And I think that we have the reason we're going to see numbers as high as they are is because people are coming out of isolation before they should be. And uh, and then and then getting everybody else sick. Totally. Um, the
1: way we were always before. this. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I used to go to work fucked up like oh my god yeah right like just slamming Dayquil and every kind of cough suppressant just like horking up my lungs and like emergency like
0: crazy like i remember i remember in the salon staff rooms everywhere every time it was december everybody was coming in with full boxes of those emergency single packets and everybody was just like every time you had a glass of water you were throwing that in because you were like don't have time to get sick no
1: I remember I came to work so fucking sick once years and years ago. I was like two. Um, what are they called? Not NyQuil What's that other shit? Neil Citran.
0: Oh, I remember this. Yep, I remember the story. I, yo, Neil Citran is legit that's drugs that's just straight i totally forgot about neocitron i should have had that oh so good they make they
1: don't make it the same anymore no they make it weaker now yeah i was like better back in the day but i was already two neocitrons in because i was that ill yeah i'm doing this girl's highlights and you know we like rip foil from this little foil ripper thing and i rip my foil and it just flies out of my hand like an aluminum bird (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, so I'm going to get someone else to finish your highlights and I'm going to go home. She's like, oh, I'm like, I'm having hallucinations. (laughs) (laughs) Hilarious. I need to to dip. Yeah. (laughs) It's done, honey. But yeah, we literally rung in the new year by going to bed at 7.30 p.m. And I woke up the next day at 9 a.m. Wow. I got my period. So day one of my period is like a rough city. I get super depressed. So I was like, I don't want another year. Oh. (laughs) was like shut up You <laughs> <laughs> need
0: breakfast
1: and whenever i'm depressed he's like you need to eat gluten it's because you don't eat gluten <laughs> <laughs> you're like i don't have a gallbladder <laughs> i'm like my body sucks
0: <laughs> and i just say everything
1: he's like thinks all my problems are because i don't eat gluten like most people think it's because i'm vegan
0: there's a, it's always something it's always it's, always it's something. never it's never like what it actually is it's always like no you're just not doing life the way I do life <laughs> so that's why you're upset.
1: Years ago when I still had Facebook I like shared some like a thing about like trauma and <laughs> my husband response to me. he's like you need to eat bread. Oh my God.
0: I dated a guy and a lot of people know this guy. I dated a guy who is the person who got me into working out and stuff. I was doing at least nine hours of jujitsu, at least nine hours of jujitsu a week. And I was going to the gym at least five days a week and working out from anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. What the fuck? And this motherfucker had the audacity to say to me that I don't exercise enough. And that's why I'm depressed. And I was like, Bitch, I'm bored. I have borderline personality disorder and complex post traumatic stress disorder. It, I work out. I eat what you eat. I literally eat boiled chicken and boiled broccoli. Like well, that's why you're depressed. I'm just joking. I don't. Yeah, I know the our our motherfuckers menu out there was, just eating. But chicken, I was eh? like, I, ju- I just don't understand people who just like jump to these conclusions about why other people are. I just stop. I, I understand that life is difficult for you to comprehend, but just don't oversimplify other people's life That's true. in order for you to feel like you've figured it out.
1: That's very, very true. Well, it was, a, it was an interesting start, but you know what? I don't fucking like New Year's because it's not the new year. It's not. It's just January 1st. Yep. agree. It's the new year only for calendar purposes.
0: But, like, also... Only what the 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 Christian calendar yeah. too, right? Like because like there's Chinese New Year that yeah, hasn't happened yet. New Year, um, and then um, and then there's the Jewish New Year because yeah. Rosh Hashanah is in September.
1: Totally, and then you have um the Persian New Year as well. When's that? Do you know? Ah, uh, no. I didn't I even don't. know that they had their own year. Yeah, they do. Eid, I believe, is, is oh, the new year okay. um, for for Muslims. So, right, yeah. yeah, it's observed differently. But the astrological new year is air, the first day of Aries season, mm-hmm. first day of spring, March twentieth, and that makes sense because the only thing that kind of goes with like New Year's people making New Year's resolutions is like it's because we're it's not because of the New Year. It's Capricorn season,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: This Capricorn season is all about fucking grinding yeah it's that fucking it's hustle mentality yeah. yeah yeah gary v shit <laughs> you know is gary v a capricorn i don't fucking know he doesn't deserve a birthday <laughs> he really doesn't i fucking can't stand <laughs> and anyway, He shouldn't have been born um, i feel like he was born by c-section and was not breastfed
0: November 14th, he's a Scorpio.
1: Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> that actually, I do That actually, I don't know. God, he's got such a punchable face. He does. He has a really punchable face. Okay, anyways. But anyway, so it makes sense why, you know, January 1st, it's like it's a first, you know, day of the year. People are like, do it, but... It's organized the way
0: Capricorns like.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? It's all about directness and getting shit done, and Capricorns love to work. However... In terms of initiative, it makes more sense because Aries is the fire starter. It gets yeah. shit done.
0: So, and and also, but also, like first day of spring. Spring is is new beginnings. It's, you literally it's everything. spring into shit. Y- yeah, like it. It makes it makes sense. I, you know, you got to wonder also if capitalism is involved in some way. Oh, it wonder. usually is. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder.
1: And like. Also, when I was studying the I Ching and Taoism, um, like, they their seasons have, like, diff- their different descriptions. And this part of winter that we're in is called trial, <laughs> which I love. Spring is called growing. Yeah. Which, again, makes sense. Right now we're in the... In the trial, like where you see if you're gonna fucking make it. Right. Like right? It, it,
0: it, it's it's very trying times. Yeah, right? and
1: you like you know you batten down the hatches. Yeah. And you you know you you um, hoard your food and you just like chill at home and just try to make it. Yeah. A- until springtime comes, this is just the time to fucking veg out, right? All these animals go into like hibernation, mm-hmm. so it's kind of crazy to think that like okay January first I'm gonna start doing CrossFit
0: yeah it it doesn't make any sense like everybody is ready to just hunker down Mm -hmm. so why are we pushing people unless if it's because you want to make them spend money yeah uh to to do anything right now like this is it's yeah like the majority of the people you talk to they are naturally inclined to want to like stay indoors do nothing and just and hibernate Um, right
1: so this is why you see all these people be like
0: oh january
1: first i was gonna start doing this but i haven't started yet well maybe wait till march 20th and just like chill the fuck out like i think it's not like it's good to set more like boundaries at this time Mm -hmm. as opposed to actual like active yeah yeah Yeah. especially with all the other astrological events going on right now like do you make new year's resolution are you a resolution person no i
0: don't do resolutions I like I like try to, but they're not like. You know what I do like to do though. What? And this is because I was raised religious. Um, I love to do Lent. So I'm more of a Lent, like give something up for Lent kind of person. Give up for
1: Lent? Oh, I remember once. Yeah, one year. I remember one year you gave up sushi for Lent and you ate a fucking boat the day before. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was that was my that was my best and also worst Lent because. I did it properly where I um, gave up something that would be very difficult for me to give Mm -hmm. up, which is sushi. Uh, So, yeah. So I ordered a party tray to myself. I remember. And it was great because I remember I was sitting in the staff room eating it. And Mm -hmm. people kept coming up being like, oh, can I have a piece? Can I have a piece? And I was like, I'm about to not eat sushi for 40 days. Can you fuck off? Yeah. Every single one of these pieces is mine. Yes. (laughs) Like, I'm not. And then people were like, you're going to eat all of that. I'm like. And she did. uh, Bet like yes absolutely i'm gonna eat every single last piece i'm gonna eat all of the wasabi all of the ginger you ate
1: the fucking plastic grass shit
0: yeah right like you know when she they, ate the boat you know you know you know the like little weird white stringy things yeah, that yeah, they yeah, put yeah, as like yeah. de- decoration i ate that shit oh, I, I love was that like, shit yeah that's, that's you a nice boat. crunch to it exactly right yeah, yeah no stuff. i i like it because it's that's a challenge to me, but also because it has an end date. Mm-hmm. The thing I don't like about New Year's resolutions is it, it's it to me, it's almost like a forced Lent, a societal forced Lent with no end date. Mm. So it's like, OK, now I have to become a better version of myself, Ugh. but I don't have a break. I don't get a break from being a better version of myself. So it's just daunting. And that's how. And and so that I I know myself enough to know I will never follow through with a resolution. um, And especially not one that I, I will never be. I'll never do well when somebody else forces me to do something. True that.
1: True that. Yeah um i gave up giving a fuck for lent one year and it's been a lot more than 40 days i'll tell you that um yeah i'm not like a big resolution person either i think this year the only thing i was like i want to be i set more like an intention Mm. to just be more creative
0: Ooh, i like that yeah
1: because i i am an arty farty little bitch um, and I feel like, cause I've been, you know, struggling with the old depression yeah. for, um, the last <laughs> 32 years. <laughs> it's from the moment you left the womb. Literally, I mean, depressed, like, I think I was, like, already depressed as a baby. <laughs> but in, like, a fun zany way, the way I still am. <laughs> um and um yeah so you know i just kind of want to like make more time to um just do creative shit for myself yeah um that nobody has to see you know not for i mean i get to do creative stuff for work and get paid for it but just just for myself just to do shit so that's kind of the only thing i don't give a fuck about anything else yeah Um, at all. That'll deal with, um, on March 20th. We'll revisit that. (laughs) Um. So what is going on astrologically right now? Well, we just went into a Mercury retrograde. Today's what? The 16th? 17th? Uh, 16th, yeah. 16th. So two days ago on January 14th, um, Mercury stationed retrograde in Aquarius, which is very interesting. And we'll get into that. And already... We were in a Venus retrograde. That actually started quite a while ago on December 19th.
0: Yes, I remember that. What does that mean again? Because I remember reading some stuff where it was like, don't make big decisions in regards to relationships. During a retrograde, or it was like, don't, first of all, don't make big changes to your appearance during mm. a, a Venus retrograde. I think Maya was telling you about that because mm. I, I think I gave her bangs right before oh, Venus yeah. went retrograde. And I so enabled it. <laughs> I know you did.
1: And I saw her the day before, and I was like, if she doesn't cut your bangs, I will grow. <laughs> I'm like and tell her that because she did tell, she, me. Yeah, she yeah, did tell me you, that, and that's how she got her. But I also
0: Maya's had bangs before, and so yeah, she meets yeah. the requirements that I require yes. from people. She has be, had. Anyways. Yes, you can
1: listen to "Back to Work Blues" for all of that information. <laughs> yeah. um, the-
0: but there, I feel like I remember, and you, you, I know you can correct me, but there, there was something where it's like when Venus stations retrograde, there's a lot of like unearthing that happens within your relationships. I don't know. Anyways, I'll let you I'll let you. Well, here's the tea. So
1: Venus is station retrograde in Capricorn, which is a very very interesting dynamic. So first and foremost, we talk about Capricorns many, many times in our podcast. We know that um Capricorns are the workaholics um and the boundary pragmatic, pragmatic yeah. kind of boundary setting, disciplined bunch. I mean, they get wild. Venus is um right the closest planet to the sun Mm -hmm. and then mercury comes after so venus retrograde arguably is felt even more than a mercury retrograde and venus is the only planet that so a retrograde is when a a planet appears to be moving backwards Mm -hmm. actually venus always has a positive uh like an opposite orbit oh so it is actually going in the same direction now Um, So when Venus, so it's not really the same as like when a Mercury retrograde happens, it's more topsy-turvy. We know that Mercury has to do with communication, Mm -hmm. travel plans, uh, short travel plans, shit like that. So um, things kind of get glitchy and haywire right? Whereas with a Venus retrograde, things actually slow down and it's more revealing of what it is. Mm. So... And Venus has to do with love and relationships, obviously, beauty, money, um, aesthetics, and just any kind of re- like any kind of relationships is not to be romantic. It could also be friendships because we're dealing um, because it's in Capricorn this can this one can especially shed a lot of light on work relationships so this could be your relationship with work itself with your career Mm -hmm. um or your workplace or an employer a colleague clients things like that um and what happens is things are just kind of slowed down so you can really examine them a little bit more objectively and this is why breakups do happen during a venus retrograde because you kind of see the relationship for what it is so it's not the retrograde causing the breakup it's you having that time to observe the relationship that might have already been headed towards a breakup there's more clarity Mm -hmm. during a venus retrograde so it's more likely to happen but vice versa is also true so if um it could be very fortifying for a relationship because you could take the time to actually appreciate it more right so i kind of had that experience and it's funny because a lot of us are probably having that because a lot of us are going to covid jail yeah right um since december 19th yeah and um this is gonna last until is it the 29th yeah january 29th so A lot of us are going to uh, COVID jail and being stuck with our loved ones or our family members, people we have pretty intense relationships with. Yeah, Spending a lot of time with them and not doing a whole lot. You can't leave the house and you might be sick. So, it's really slowed down. yeah. Um, you know, in my case, obviously, i am been married for almost seven and a half years now. Wow. Um, I realized that I was a huge fucking dick to my husband for the last, like, six months or so. (laughs) Like, a huge piece of shit garbage person. Oh, that's so nice of you. Yeah, so, you know what? I had to, it's funny, because we got into, like, one, like, fight, and he was like, I just try to be nice to you all the time. And I'm like, you know, that's true. You do try to be nice to me all the time, and sometimes (laughs) I'm just a fucking dick. (laughs) so i was like you know what i'm sorry i think i have to like be a better partner to you like sometimes you know and i was like damn i really took that on board so venus retrograde schooled me Um, yeah, I don't need to get into the, the details of my relationship, but, uh, actually here, here's a little advice without going into my shit in general for anybody who is in that space right now of reexamining their relationships during the retrograde or just in general. Yeah. Um, I would look up your birth chart and your partner's birth chart and just find out your Venus placements. Yeah. and where they are um if you want to get even deeper you can look up what houses they're in what astrological Mm -hmm. houses they are in you would need your birth time for that and you could go even deeper and find aspects so um that's when you start measuring the angles in the birth chart and how um the placements or intersect with each other and how they um because that was something that was really helpful for me um because my partner's venus is in cancer and Mm. venus in cancer is like the care bear placement like it's very it's a very loving but like almost smothering
0: kind Mm. of love
1: but it's very um almost like maternal right like where they love to take care of you if you're sick and check in on you and worry about you and forgive you all the time and are really really sweet to you and want to spend lots of time with you and where's your venus aquarius so i'm just a piece of shit oh yeah I very distant very so if you if your partner does have an air venus especially in aquarius venus yeah it's a challenging that is a challenging place for um venus to be in because aquarius is just not a very
0: emotional sign I, obviously, because Venus is retrograde, this is important. But I would also, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I would also say that maybe checking where both of your Mars placements are yeah. it would be important, too, because Mars is the planet that would rule how you deal with conflict, too. Totally. So, like, it's important to know how you're both predisposed to kind of handle love, mm-hmm. but then also how you both handle conflict. It's just, yes. I, and in the same sense, it's, like, it's also very valuable to, like, figure out what your love languages are. Yeah. Right? absolutely
1: so we did our love languages a couple years ago and <clears throat> ours are opposite oh completely like flip it and reverse it which totally yeah. makes sense astrologically because cancer his number one is quality time mm-hmm. that is my lowest my number one is acts of service. Mm. Um, And that is how, and that's just how you express love and that's how you want love to be expressed to you. So I like when people do stuff for me and when I love somebody, I'll do shit for them all the time. Like all my friends, I do their hair. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Um, but quality time is hard for me cause I like to spend a lot of time alone and that doesn't happen often for me because yes. <laughs> of my job and living situation or whatever. So sometimes, you know, my, um, he'll be like, Hey, let's watch a movie. I'm like, fuck the fuck off. I need to sit alone in a room and just do weird fucking shit and not talk to anybody for hours and, <laughs> and hours. And also not be
0: judged for how, how weird be I am. not yeah. yeah. So
1: if you, you know, um, um, so that's that's Venus retrograde. It's kind of... It's like taking a magnifying glass to all the relationships mm-hmm. in your life. Um, and also your relationship with money and spending. Mm-hmm. We just went from Sagittarius season as well, which is where you're most likely to overspend.
0: Yeah. Well, and also venus was retrograde during the holiday season so like while we're all freaking out and stressing out about buying gifts that nobody's ever going to use for people that we see only a few times a year we're also going to be even more stressed about it because venus is retrograde so we're absolutely overthinking about money and stuff. we're
1: having a lot of there's a lot of buyer's remorse happening so i'm sure a lot of people are returning shit looking around some of the stuff they might have like impulse bought or stress shopped yeah um you know during Sagittarius season or just during holiday shopping time there's a reason why yeah you know? and there's a reason also why fucking Black Friday is being more favored than Boxing Day now right like you see Boxing Day sales kind of petering out and it's all Black Friday Black Friday yeah nobody talks about Boxing Day anymore yeah and Black Friday Everybody falls. To sit down yeah bo- well Black Friday falls on Sagittarius season when you're most likely mm-hmm. to overindulge and overdo it yeah Boxing day is Capricorn season where you're most likely to tighten the fucking belt and yeah. chill the fuck out. So, you know, just saying. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, if you're having a lot of buyer's remorse, so you're like, fuck, like, looking at your visa statement, it might be hitting you even harder. Yeah. Um, so, this might be a good time to just reevaluate your relationship with money, with spending, with work, with your income, um, stuff like that. So, yeah. boring, dry shit that I don't care about because I love, you know, Jesus saves, I spend.
0: Uh, amen amen Amen.
1: that's my church um but yeah so and then we're going into mercury retrograde so that happened two days ago it's gonna happen it's a it's a quickie it's february 3rd it's done
0: oh perfect um
1: it's happening in aquarius so block your fucking exes (laughs) 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 when did it start again um, it started two days ago.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So that doesn't work for the exes that tried to just show up in my fucking, life. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get
1: into that in a sec. I just want to... Exp- Aquarius is a sign of... Um, uh, it rules the 11th house in astrology, which is a sign of groups um, and, like, teams, communities, and long-distance communication. A lot of astrologers link Aquarius with the internet, because it's also innovative mm. technology, stuff like that. So...
0: Wasn't it also? And maybe I'm pulling this out of my ass, but wasn't the year that the internet like first came to be the year? No year. The last year of Aquarius, age of year of Aquarius was in the '60s, right?
1: It's it's very heavily disputed. in oh, the age okay. of Aquarius. Some people said it just started happening in 2020. Like it's it's okay. always being disputed. We're just we're somewhere in the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Oh, okay, okay, got but it But it's heavily like everything else everything is heavily disputed yeah. within astrology because there's so many different schools and so many. Right. It's pretty up in the air. It's not a, a consistent. So with this, when you think about Aquarius having to do with the internet and long distance communication, and then we're also in this Venus retrograde with relationships, everyone's toxic ex wants them back right now. <laughs> if you have a toxic ex in your life, they're jerking off to you right now. Probably. And Most likely. And I hope they asphyxiate themselves. <laughs>
0: autoerotic association yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. and i hope they don't come <laughs> <laughs> imagine doing that just to not come
0: you <laughs> Yo, sex does suck <laughs> yeah right you know what main that yeah that's one kink that i've always been like i just don't get it because like yeah like what happens if you come so hard that you can't stop choking yourself and then you die or what happens happens if you choke yourself and then you don't come and then you die that
1: also happens all the time
0: right so i'm just like i just and i mean like obviously the risk of dying is part of the whole thing yeah but like happens all the time you might not finish yeah and then you die
1: yeah i just can't i can't not as gross as feet but i get it (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so everyone's thirsty exes are gonna be coming round, and Aquarius, <coughs> Aquarius culture is the block button. If yeah. anyone's gonna give you the fucking cold shoulder, like it's funny. My my ex, who was also an Aquarius actually, but he was so not into astrology. So oh, it's big
0: um, for sure. He's
1: into crypto now, one hundred percent, absolutely for sure. Yeah. Um, he tried to have a podcast imagine imagine no one listened to it three people listened to mine anyway (laughs) winning winning Winning. by three but anyway he like described me not having a fiery temper but an icy temper oh which i always thought i always remember that because like if somebody fucking pisses me off you're dead yeah. And it's like I literally have a funeral for you in my head for 30 seconds and then it's like you died. Yeah. Or possibly never existed. Yeah. And I, yeah, so it, it's it's a great time. And Capricorn is very into setting boundaries too. So all these planetary things that are happening right now, it's basically, it's going to be a lot of fucking stupid ass people popping up. Mm-hmm and you're gonna find it within yourself to let them go and be like fuck you like channel that aquarian energy into like go fuck yourself you're yeah. a loser it's gonna be the more the more likely you're you have air mercury or a, a lot of aquarius your chart the easier that is gonna be for you so it's gonna be a breeze for me because i'm yeah. mercury aquarius venus aquarius sun aquarius so i'm like fuck fuck you fuck yeah. you fuck you um but um either way just channel that energy get rid of those fucking people this is the bridge burning era for a lot of people yeah
0: so or you do what i do and you develop a personality disorder so that the last time you speak to them you sound like a banshee and then they're afraid to ever message you again
1: that's good i like that approach to <coughs> scare them away yeah when in doubt ice them out or freak them out exactly that's how we do it yeah, yeah that's the more gemini ways to just like go full psycho yeah Love that. Yeah. Um, by the time this episode is out, we would have had a full moon. It's tomorrow evening, January 17th. We're going to have full moon in cancer. So that's also going to add to this cauldron of shit going yeah. on astrologically. Because that is, we just talked about cancer, very, very emotional, very loving. So they're going to be missing us. Yeah. Right. They're going to be crying, jerking off, <laughs>
0: jerking off with their tears, yeah, that, that kind it. of
1: thing. And yeah. they're going to pull out their phone. <laughs> you know, they're going to accidentally butt dial, or <laughs> dick dial, whatever <laughs> these fucking and losers do. And, and you know, the most, the, the more toxic they are, the sadder they're going to be and the more likely they are going to be to call you. And the more likely you are going to be to have the power to finally block them. Yeah. So that's
0: the tea yeah astrologically um one thing, one thing i want to add about the full moon in cancer just because i was i i get emails from channy nicholas mm-hmm. um and i was just skimming the email that came in today and there was a point that i picked out that i thought was very important regardless of full moon in cancer regardless of astrology whatever um she mentioned that crying because the reason she brought up crying was because of the full moon in cancer it was mm-hmm. like time to like release your feelings and that sort of thing But she actually wrote in the email, crying releases cortisol, Mm. which I think is an important thing for people to just remember in general, because we're all really stressed out right now anyways, but also with this full moon and with the retrogrades, like, if you're feeling stressed, crying does help. Mm. It releases the stress hormones so that you can, you know, like, I mean... Who hasn't had a good cry and then slept like a baby after? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So keep I that in mind. Do. If you if you are feeling overwhelmed, just cry it out. Just <sighs> cry. Just cry.
1: Just cry and don't text your ex. Yeah. Because they'll block you.
0: Yeah, don't text your ex. Wait I for ever. them to text you. And then but, block them. And then block them. Yeah. You got to win this. And if anybody ever says... There's no winning in breakups. There's no winning in arguments. Are you kidding Whatever. Me? Those people are the losers. Yeah. That's why they're saying it. There's always a way to win. Oh. Do not lose this, bitches. I
1: win, <laughs> I win every time. I I, I I don't win that much, but when I leave them, oh, I leave them. I leave them. <laughs> I have, like, a cape on. It's the night, you know. There's... They're almost,
0: they're wondering if it ever even happened in the first yes. place. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally.
1: Totally, totally. I know. I saw this, like, I follow a bunch of, like, Aquarius meme pages. One of them was, like, Aquarius women, how do you sleep at night knowing you have a man that's madly in love with you blocked? It's, <laughs> <laughs> like, on my memory foam pillow with perfume on. <laughs> um, I love it. So, speaking of exes contacting you, you had a fun thing happen.
0: Yeah. So, um, I have a tendency with my breakups to, uh, like... Sometimes I drag them, out, drag the breakout out for a while, and then I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now just, you know, beating a dead horse, and then I just like beating out of a dead horse. Yeah, I out of nowhere will just like, just, I mean, in BPD terms, it's called splitting. I like, I go from a hundred to zero, and then they never hear from too. me again. I, like, I literally, I'm just like wipe my hands clean never hear from me again Mm -hmm. anyways so there's this one ex i haven't spoken to for two and a half years now Mm -hmm. um and during the second lockdown he tried to video chat with me on instagram Mm -hmm. out of nowhere um and it was probably an accident um But in order for you to, like, video chat with somebody, like, request a video chat with somebody on Instagram, you, like, have to go into your DM messages with that person. And considering we hadn't spoken in, like, two years, like, you'd have to actively look. You
1: have to slide into the DMs. It can't be, like, a butt dial. It's not, like, accidentally FaceTiming somebody. Yeah.
0: So this was, like, spring 2021 that this happened, Mm -hmm. I think, maybe. I can't Was that before
1: or after he joined our live? Because we did a Gemini... (laughs) (laughs)
0: freaking <laughs> moron that was after that i was think. after that was after because i think we did that live while it was still winter i think so yeah because yeah. we yeah and um... because i was in scorpio man's basement and i feel like it had to have been cold outside because there was a lockdown and we had nothing better yeah to do yeah yeah so that happened anyway so a couple a couple weeks ago it, i was like lying in bed and uh I was like scrolling through instagram because i'd like just woken up and i got a request for a video call from this person again and i oh was just God. like bro really like you you've unfollowed up? all of my accounts so you've now gone He's you've hurting. unfollowed all my accounts and you've still you're still going back oh to God. find to like go through our messages and that what's even worse is i'm like you are in a committed long-term relationship are there like nudes in
1: there in your old chat history? no
0: no, there aren't. I Because right. it's so funny you say that because I was wondering that. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if he's looking for old nudes because he just wants some material, whatever. And so I like, because you can, if you go, if you, for any, this is how thoroughly I search everything on Instagram. <laughs> if you go to any DM with somebody, you can go to like this info section and it'll show you all of the pictures yes. that have been sent back and forth between you guys. Yeah. And so I did that. And there aren't any nudes in there. Damn. So I'm like, what you? What were you, you were just looking for text old messages of me telling you I loved you? Like Aww. what? What was? What is? What nudes are you doing? Of your soul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nudes I'm like, this is so awkward because your your current girlfriend seems so lovely. Oh my god. And I'm like, that poor girl. I hope he's a Leo. She- your ex,
1: right? Yeah. Though. So, the Leos is the pride.
0: Yeah. He doesn't understand why I won't talk to him.
1: Yeah, because they're all about conquest. Mm-hmm. And they're all about, you know, winning and all that shit. You know, they got to be God's favorite. I'm married, yeah. I'm married to a Leo. I have a PhD in this. Yeah. I've um, dated
0: enough Leos.
1: See, I'm married to a Leo with an Aquarius rising. So it's a balance. Interesting. Yeah, but he's a Sagittarius but, moon, so he's insane. And a Cancer Venus. And a Cancer Venus. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. It's a party. Yeah, so that's interesting. So he's a fucking loser. So if, you're listening, <laughs> so if you're listening to this right now, I challenge you to a fucking fight, okay? But Leo, Sam's Leo ex, it's not a fight. Because I know you do jujitsu and shit, and I <laughs> still can't do a push-up, even though Coach Maya is fucking trying her goddamn best to get me to do one. Kudos. In case
0: we were trying to keep it discreet about who this ex was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's okay, all of our three listeners know
0: who I'm talking yeah, about Yeah,
1: anyway. gives a shit he's he's one of them (laughs) in a trench coat he probably listen pretty boy actually he's ugly sorry not my type listen
0: x have i ever ever have i ever even slept with a guy who's your type no because i no 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 literally nobody i've ever dated or slept with is my type nobody you don't have I mean no I, I
1: so have a type
0: um actually, our type is very similar no in what like in like in, the, like, in theory like just vision? in execution it never is because like if you were to describe your your any of your former any of your partners or former partners or whatever you, you go for that frail malnourished kind of look <laughs> right I love Pete Davidson. In theory, in theory in theory we have us the same type it's true in execution we do not davidson's a little more edgy
1: because he's like tattooed mm. i don't go for tattooed guys or any like alt guys
0: Oh, okay
1: right they can't be into their looks like at all even like ironically with the shitty right, tattoos or their right, hair right, they have to right. be like utterly neglected like nutrition neglected like looks neglected yeah. health neglected yeah and i have to like fix them <laughs> <laughs> and i do and I do. do yep. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm sorry, my, my husband
0: doesn't listen to this
1: podcast, so I can say this. Motherfucker was living in his mom's attic.
0: <laughs> Yo, is that okay? So you know how in Europe, you know how they drive on the opposite side of the road. Yeah. So do you think that, like, instead of dudes living in their moms' basements in North America, yeah. they all live in their moms' That's attics right. because it's the reverse?
1: Yeah, because they don't have basements.
0: Except they're in some places they do. Yeah.
1: But they're not like livable.
0: No, that's not true because if I ever tell you about that documentary that I'm obsessed with called Million Dollar Basements, I tell everybody about this documentary. It's like a 45 to 50 minute documentary. You can find it on topdocumentaryfilms.com and it's all about (laughs) this like period of time in London, England when like all these rich ass motherfuckers were trying to get bigger houses Mm -hmm. um, but there's like all these laws and bylaws and shit where you can't build up because everything is like historical and it can't be whatever. So they were all building down Mm -hmm. and they were building these like multi like four and five floor basements with like garages indoor pools wine cellars smoking rooms movie theaters like it was crazy they were like hotels underneath their houses it was i and I literally, yeah, I just—they should go underneath. The it's earth. a it's a great documentary if you just want to like watch rich people do rich people things, and then watch other rich people get mad about the rich people doing rich people things because there's these all these neighbors who are just pissed because like I can't drive my car down the road because there's dumpsters full of dirt everywhere. <laughs> and you would think with having a British mother, I'd be better at the accent, but I'm really yeah, it's not. Rough. Yeah, yeah that's, was, that's the worst British accent I've ever heard. I think. Yeah. Well, Next I, to I
1: actually, just, Ryan has because. All of his fake accents just sound, like, vaguely Indian. <laughs> Every single Yeah, like, one. he'll try to do my mom's little Russian accent, but it just comes out, like, Indian. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. Oh, my God. Um, my yeah, it was really funny. So, anyway, the average house in England and Ireland does not have a basement, but they do have an attic. And I think a lot of their sons do dwell in there. Um, and I married one of those sons i brought him here i put him beneath my wing i, I fed him
0: <laughs> i washed him <laughs> now just imagining you sponge bathing your husband
1: yeah just by pressure washed him i sorted his hair out He has a skincare routine now he works in finance and he's my golden goose because i'm going to be retired by 40. oh i'm going to be a kept woman and i'm going to get my tits done oh really no yeah, I was say, that's smaller little- <laughs> I'm gonna invert okay so I remember what we were talking about I was challenging your ex to a fight <laughs> but not a fight of physical strength because I will lose but a
0: fight of wits a battle of wits yeah you'll win that one
1: I will win, I will destroy him, I will destroy his character I will destroy his mind <laughs> I will obliterate it
0: yeah I and really, there's no contest and there. then he will
1: die by autoerotic asphyxiation and not come and that's that um, oh. so that's the astrology segment <laughs> <laughs> but yeah honestly a lot of um the holidays in our calendar just do not fucking make sense as to why yeah. they're there once you start studying astrology you're just like bro what like a perfect example is valentine's day you have to be so crazy To think that Valentine's Day will pan out the the way that you want it to during Aquarius season. Literally the least romantic sign.
0: Yeah. Like, why would not My first thought is, like, why would you not make it either Cancer or Libra season,
1: right? Yeah. Even Taurus season. Yeah. Right? Some kind of Venusian, you know. And literally any other season would work asides from, like, Capricorn or Aquarius season. I mean, Gemini a little
0: flayed. A little
1: flaky. Yeah, they will ghost you. Yeah. They will not show up to the Sagittarius date.
0: maybe, too. Uh, I would rather have Valentine's Day in Scorpio season. Oh my God, imagine. It'd be intense. It'd be, everyone would be pegged. Everyone. Pegging. Pegging. Hot wax dripping yeah, on everybody. Yeah, it would be
1: so kinky. So kinky. Yeah, it would just be like, get, um, come in your eye day. <laughs>
0: Yo, that shit burns.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's never happened to me personally <laughs> but I've heard through some reputable sources that come in your eye is not pleasant
0: one of my favorite memories of like living at my old apartment my like iconic apartment mm-hmm. um one of my girlfriends and I we both woke up no what come in your no, eye sorry I just realized I was not asleep she woke up in the middle of the night and we both walked out of our rooms at the exact same time and she's like, oh, like, what are you, why are you doing? I'm like, oh, I just got to in my eyes. I just got to go, I got to rinse. I'm, it's burning. I got to go. I can't even have this conversation with you. My eyes on fire right now. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just going to have my midnight pee. <laughs> cool. Yeah, cool. Good chat. Good chat. I got to fucking
1: make sure to go blind. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Oh, my God. My mom texted me today. She's like, where to find your podcast? And I said, don't. Just watch um, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills instead. You can use my Hey You password.
0: Watch Euphoria Yeah, go watch (laughs) Euphoria. Which we have been. You're almost caught up. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. Right? I was also like, is it a bad sign that, like, every time something fucked up happens in this show, I can relate it back to something that happened when I was a teenager? No. Like, it's not, like, I know it seems dramatic, but... It's not actually that far off of a lot of teenagers' real lives.
1: It's true. It's kind I, of fucked up. But, I mean, yeah. their clothes are much nicer. Oh yeah, and, and, cl- and they're all beautiful. They're all very beautiful, and they're all like twenty nine. Yeah. But aside from that, like, yeah, I find um, I I don't
0: know if you watch ever watch Skins. I didn't, but I know that a lot of people have compared the two.
1: Yeah, Skins is, like, very edgy, lots of sex, lots of drugs. It's actually set. I watched all of it because I ended up living in the city that it was filmed in, in England, in Bristol. Oh, nice. Um, mm-hmm. So I just kind of, I was like, oh, well, that's set in Bristol. I'll watch it. And then I was like, I couldn't stop watching it. And I'm, like, a sucker for, like, teenagery shit like that. But even, like, Euphoria, though, I'd say, is even edgier. Really, than Skins?
0: Than Skins. I mean, it has to be because it's many years later like every year we need to up the ante with Mm -hmm. everything right that's why like if an artist were to come out with a slave for you style music video these days we'd all be like whatever okay yeah you know what i mean but when slave for you came out at the time we were all like yo what the fuck is this it's true yeah she's
1: wearing a thong on the
0: outside (laughs) what's on the inside come I don't know. I'm sorry. Sometimes when you
1: start talking about cum, I just start saying the word cum randomly like it's like a it's like a compulsion.
0: I mean, that's fair. When I start talking a about cum, I, I <laughs> it's See, a I compulsion. I just said it. I get really excited when I start talking about cum too. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: euphoria is I mean uh, some stuff I can relate to some stuff I mean I I, I used a lot of substances took a lot of questionable drugs as a teenager for sure and hung out with people significantly older than me so I can relate to that yeah um, we never had those cool, I never had those cool house parties where it's, they're, like, in a house and the parents are out of town and everyone's, like, getting litty to the titty, like, drinking out of the red cups. I never had that experience as a because I was poor.
0: But, but you also didn't grow, in, grow up in the suburbs, right? Like, no. these kids all grew up in the suburbs. So that's, like, a suburban And so that's thing. why I also feel like I relate to this show a lot is because those house parties were an almost every weekend occurrence when really? I was growing so up. So that's, like, a thing. That's very much a thing. With yeah. the red cups. Uh, yeah, I mean, red cups weren't really a thing when we were in high school. They ha- they didn't really exist yet. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure they existed, but like, they weren't like a known thing for a party yet. Um, I, I, or maybe I just wasn't aware of it because I didn't become aware of red solo cups until like end of high school mm-hmm. that sort of thing i'm sure seeing it on tv because like TV- i mean yeah i guess like american pa- they had them in american pie and stuff yeah. we just i guess maybe we just didn't have access to
1: them you just had like the dollarama clear yeah
0: dollarama wasn't selling them yet so mm, that's, that's always what like, it was clear cups and shit
1: well because i kind of had like a double life <laughs> As a teenager, um, because I had, like, my high school friends who were, like, my age, my group of girlfriends that I'm still very close with. And we would, like, hang out and do stupid teenage shit. Mm-hmm. But then I was very close friends with somebody who was literally twice my age Whoa! as a teenager. Actually, more than twice my age. I was 15. And he was 17 years older than me <clears throat> when we met. So, obviously, he had his own place and whatever, um, and he was an artist. Um, he made, like, psychedelic art and whatever, and we became very, very close friends, and I would hang out at his house, and I, a lot of raves would, like, use his art and stuff. I could go to raves at, like, the age of 15, and I, I would, they would, like, sneak me in. I didn't need a fake ID. So, I was, like, around people that were, like, in their 30s, not even their 20s, but, like, their 30s, mm. and, like, seasoned partiers, and I had access to a lot of party drugs and i could so i would like go on like t- to like two day raves and like crazy after parties oh, shit, yeah. um, so I'd go to that and then i would like hang out with my friends and just like get drunk in the park right. as well so i kind of had both those things going for me as a teenager yeah, yeah. so there were definitely some things where i'm like oh my god they're getting so fucked up like i remember getting that level of fucked up yeah, where yeah, you're like yeah. i'm going to die i'm so high yeah absolutely could definitely relate to that but i never had a boyfriend <laughs> wants to fuck me as a teenager can relate to that um only like creepy 30 year old dudes
0: yeah I remember some situations with some like creepy older dudes there was like one 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 of our girlfriends her stepbrother lived like I mean walking distance in Whitby means like 45 minutes to an hour walk mm. right we like snuck out of our parents houses and then we went to her stepbrother's house and. I just remember things got real fucking weird, real fucking fast. And that was one of the only times I actually was like the smart person in the group. Usually I had a friend who was smarter than me and was like, Sam, we got to go. And I would just, it was interesting when I, when I was a teenager, um, there were certain friends of mine that like, no matter how inebriated I was, if they told me to do something, I did it. Okay. Um, but I remember being at this guy's house and being like, this is fucking like, did you ever watch the movie 13? Yeah. Yeah. It, like, gave me, like, creepy 13 vibes, Ooh. right? And I was like, I am out of here. I'm out of here. If I have to climb through a window to get out of this fucking house, I am out of here. And I literally, I ditched all my friends. Damn. And I walked home by myself, and I was like, ah, fuck all these people. You're all doing it. This is, this is weird. This guy is, like, in his 20s, we're all high school students. Like, uh-huh. this is no bueno. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure everybody was fine. I can't remember back that far. If they were, they didn't disclose things to me. But anyways. you got to trust your gut. Yeah, my gut was like, get out, danger Will Robinson. And I had
1: a guy I- offer me money to watch him jerk off when I was a teenager.
0: Did you take it? No, I didn't. Mm, fucking... Yeah, I don't know. So much for your hustle mentality. Right? My,
1: <laughs> my girl boss grind set was, like, not there yet. But it was, like, kind of weird because he was, like, significantly older than me. Like, yeah. late 30s, probably. So, when I was it's in some two, Louis C.K.
0: shit. It was some Louis
1: C.K. shit. So, I had... I was a girl boss in my teens. Yeah. I had my hair... I actually ran my hair business out of um, my friend who was 17, year old, 17 years older than me's house. Let's just call him M. So he lived above a goth store on Queen Street in a tiny, tiny little studio apartment, but it had, like, a huge, like, deck, balcony thing. Mm -hmm. So I would do hair, like, in the summer out on the deck. Um, And I did, like... We didn't have cultural appropriation back then. (laughs) So I did dreadlocks. Like, I would make those synthetic, like, raver dreadlocks and, like, hair pieces. And I would, like, do braiding. It's not the same because it's
0: synthetic. It
1: was synthetic. It's an anime thing. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get in there. We um, digress. We digress. So, yeah, I had my, my hair business. It was called Uber Neon Hair Design. It.
0: Uber? Right. you ahead of your time. I know. So when
1: I heard of Uber, I was like, girl, I was on that grind set. I mean, yeah. I, I still don't have a driver's license, but... <laughs> And I, my friend made me a logo, and it was like neon pink and green, and there was a bunny. It looked really cool, actually. So I ran Uber Neon Alternative Hair Design out of um, M's place on Queen Street, and I would like book it through MySpace, aging myself here. Incredible. R.I.P. MySpace. Tom from MySpace. So Love Tom, I had the only
0: friend we could ever count on.
1: Person reached out to me. I didn't know actually if they were male or female, um, but I think they actually presented more female in the message and um they wanted like me to do their dreads or whatever and i booked we booked the appointment whatever so they show up and i realized that it's a a man which is fine i was like oh okay and he shows up to my friend's place and i'm doing his dreads doing his hair and he brings so much fucking alcohol oh so i was like 16 at the time so like liquor alcohol he brought liquor and beer and wine like everything, like all of it yeah so i actually i've been a professional since day one i never do hair fucked up i never have it's true i do know this about you um because it's not fun no it's so stressful it's so stressful and it sucks and i um so i was like i actually don't smoke or do anything when i'm doing hair so count me out and um no one else wanted to drink and then his girlfriend showed up, and I realized I knew his girlfriend from because her ex was my dealer. Back <laughs> <in this. laughs> Jay. Um, and she's pregnant with this guy's kid. Oh, Okay. right, that whose hair I'm doing. So okay, whatever. So I'm doing her hair. He's getting lit, and it's like just getting kind of inappropriate and grabby towards like me and towards um, my M's girlfriend who was there, and then her is weirdly. Um, M's girlfriend's mom comes by and he gets weird with her mom so all the while his own
0: pregnant girlfriend is there oh she's just there just chilling
1: oh and she's kind of like in and out popping out doing whatever she's kind of a sketchy gal anyway so I'm like it's over I do his hair it's done we had to literally like politely ask like, him to get the fuck out, out yeah. of here because the hair was done and I took a few photos and then he was just like wanting to hang out all night yeah not did not read the room anyways. So I would offer this service for these synthetic dreadlocks where um, they get kind of loose over time. So I would re-steam them for people. So they'd like drop them off. I'd re-steam them. And then I either gave them back to them and they kept them for another time or I would do like a reinstall.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So, he reached out to me and he was like, hey, like, I want to, um, I want to re them, whatever. So I met up with him at Java House on Queen Street. Legendary. Yeah, iconic. Um, iconic on the patio. So we're sitting on the patio and he ordered, he, with his girlfriend, his girlfriend's there, his pregnant girlfriend is there, sitting right there. And he, like, ordered a pitcher of beer and he, like, just keeps refilling my beer glass, like, refilling, refilling. He knows how old I am. It's no yeah. secret. I'm 16 um house doesn't care yeah job house doesn't care and literally like i take two sips of my beer and it's like full again so i mean i drank quite a bit and his girlfriend's like there were chatting whatever it's like amicable enough the conversation she like literally goes to the bathroom or to make a phone call or something and i tell him that i have a lot of vet bills because I, I i my pet rat was sick <laughs> Did you have a pet, pet rat? Yeah, I had two pet rats. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, so one of my girls had a respiratory issue, so I had to take mm. her to this exotic. You have to take them to an yeah. exotic animal vet, and it's quite pricey. So I'm like, so do they have like inhalers for rats? I had to build one. Oh, like actually, I was like, being, it was, like, I like a was making a room. I was like, I had to make like a. Anyway, that's for another episode. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so I'm like telling him I have all these vet bills and I'm hustling really hard and trying to do lots of hair to pay my vet bills and he goes, "Oh, I know you can make a little bit of extra money and I thought he was gonna like, he actually, I knew he was like a manager at a call center and I was already doing some call center work, not phone sex. Everybody chill out. Imagine. Um, but you have a voice for it. Right? Imagine. I should do. It, it would be so, like,
0: <laughs> I'm, just, like, I'm just imagining you like trying to say things and then just like having like a brain freeze moment where you're like what do I say that's sexy like, yeah right like <laughs> take out your penis I can't do it because no matter what I say no matter how sexy what I say is I sound like an aggressive Semi-masculine person Well so many people be into that I, I literally I just sound like I want to fight you I'd be like I'm wearing pantaloons <laughs> Like I don't know I'm
1: not, I'm not like A sexy person There's nothing
0: about My voice that's sexy I
1: don't know I disagree Anyways Oh Oh, oh. <laughs> We're gonna fuck Right now <laughs> <laughs> Anyway so he's like I know he can make Some extra money He's like You make He's like um, I give you like A hundred bucks Um, He's like You don't have to Do anything You just have to Sit there and all Like you know pleasure myself amazing but um I dissociate a lot <laughs> yeah so I was just like no I'm good and I just like kept carrying on yeah <laughs> he just ignored it as yeah. if it never happened yeah and then actually it's like, yes,
0: it's like almost as if he asked you if you wanted a coffee <laughs> yeah 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 I was like
1: no I'm good thanks and then I was just like anyways my rat <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever i just talk about weird shit giving him fun facts about whatever
0: because he's the kind of person I am right? destined to be a hairstylist totally <laughs> totally and then like, you said something fucking crazy and now I'm going to ignore it so that you still tip me yeah <laughs> totally Grind the girl boss grinds out since day one yeah
1: and then so another girl was coming to meet Mia Java to drop off her dreads um, and then she ended up coming by and I just had to go at this point. because I just to go home and do my homework because I'm 60 years old, bro. <laughs> and I guess she like stayed and had a beer with this guy. And then she texted me after and she's like, Anya, you're not going to believe that guy asked offered me $80. Oh, I didn't offer <laughs> <laughs> so I was worth $20 more <laughs> my eyes everything's a competition <laughs> everything's a competition um, you know what in this capitalist society <laughs> and I've told this story to so many people and people are always like oh like jokingly people are always like and you said no and I, I've thought about it mm-hmm. and it's my dignity has nothing to do with it it's just it's fucking awkward isn't it because like what would I do and what do I do when he's done like do I'm like you clap? Like, like <laughs> nice cum. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, like, wow. That was so, and like. So messy. Yeah. Like, like do you do offer th- to help him clean it? Right, because he said, I don't have to do anything. Do I just walk out? Yeah. Just like,
0: just yeah. like, do us, just do like a nod and then an acknowledgement and then just leave? <laughs> yeah. And is it just
1: like does he just like when people watch and are quiet and it's a weird thing does it like is it cause I'm a yeah do you need girl? to like have a
0: conversation beforehand to be like okay so how do you want me to sit where do you want me to right. sit how, like, like do you need my face to, like do you need me to look interested yeah. do you this want was me to not look phones, interested? but like, like
1: can I read yeah, can I listen yeah. to music can I do a puzzle I was like I was like really into crosswords back then so can like, I sketch you <laughs> imagine <laughs> just draw a sad face
0: Oh, I mean, like, um, obviously everybody's different and they all have their own requirements. Totally. It's just it's so funny. It's illegal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's illegal to do that. Um, So, yeah, I had been exposed to a lot of, like, creepy people like that through my hair business, through raves, through, like, all the shit that I was into. So, yeah, I, I when I watch this, I'm like, it's
0: it's, yeah,
1: it's edgy especially because I'm, like, older now.
0: But they also, and they have a, a situation with one of the characters where she gets into camming yeah and she doesn't know what to do and and the first guy has to guide her kind of through what he wants right totally. like it, you know she's a 16 year old girl being like wait you want me to make fun of you you want me to tell you you're ugly and you have a small dick like what I was so jealous in that moment like every girl everywhere was right like wait so I can just say what I think and I'm not gonna get in trouble my life is not gonna be in danger and I'm actually gonna get money out of this amazing
1: yeah that was I I I like that storyline with that character I thought that was I love her so yeah I love her too because I was like I feel like that could have been me if I had an even stronger grind set if I wasn't so focused on doing hair and more focused on like stranger's dicks, do you know what I mean? I could be retired now at 32 and not waiting 40. My husband, you know, finally figures out the stock market, <laughs> <laughs> but then maybe we wouldn't have wound up together. So yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. It's just we, yeah. choices. We
0: think about exactly, these things. It's exactly. a
1: retrograde. <laughs> um, yeah. So we watched, yeah, I watched Euphoria. Did you watch anything else during COVID? Yellow
0: Jackets so it's this new show on Showtime Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because I was like see one of I think you might follow this meme account maybe you don't but there's this one meme account that I follow that just started posting memes about yellow jackets Mm -hmm. and it Kept making comments about cannibalism, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then this person that I know through the jujitsu community, who I think is super fucking cool, and we've hung out a few times and whatever, he started posting Insta stories about like reacting to episodes. I was like, "Oh man, if this guy's watching it, like, it's got to be, f- it's got to be interesting." So I look it up. Juliette Lewis is in this show. Oh, I like her. Love Juliette Lewis. Um, Christina Ricci is in the show, too. Oh, I love her, too. Love her, too. Uh, she's a total babe in the show. She's also a batshit crazy person. Mm-hmm. Naturally, my boyfriend thinks she's the hottest thing. Um, and uh, it's about this... It's, so it's, it's, it takes place in two different time periods. It takes place in 1996, and then it takes place in present day. Okay. And in 1996, uh, there's this girls high school girls soccer team that does really well they're on their way to nationals uh they take a plane to nationals they're crashes in the middle of the wilderness in the rocky mountains uh and then they're left for 19 months in the wilderness to survive nobody finds them for what 19 the months be dead like so one. it goes back and forth between them like winning and going and like getting ready to go to nationals the plane crashing <clears throat> and then them living in the wilderness realizing nobody's going to find them in the next three days after the crash and then like present day where you see like you're following like a few of the survivors and there's like this weird situation where nobody like ever since they survived the crash they made this agreement I guess where nobody was going to talk about the things that they did to survive and somebody kind of sort of starts stalking them Shit. Um, and so they all start kind of freaking out because they're like nobody can know um, what happened out there Damn. and there's all these these juxtapositions throughout the season of like heavy hints of cannibalism shit um, that's hot and uh, like there's no like it, you know the season finale airs tonight Sunday January 16th um, uh, I don't know what showtime's on is that Crave or something mm. I don't know I'm streaming it illegally nobody's actually eaten anybody yet um but there's there's been some like there's some there's been some weird shots where it's suggestive that they're that they've eaten uh, another human being to survive it could be that they it could be that they caught a deer who knows but the way that it's shot it's purposely insinuating that they resort they turned into this it became very lord of the flies would you eat me like yes yeah like yeah. to survive like my whole yeah. corpse or like would yeah. you kill me to eat me uh no i so it's funny because i was thinking <laughs> about it i was i've been thinking about it cuz i get really high when i watch the show too right so naturally my brain goes into weird places so i was thinking like if i was in this situation where there's like basically no guys around either right it's all it's all women mm-hmm. and i'm there with some of my best friends mm-hmm. and I'm like, to be honest, I would not eat any of my friends. Um, like, I wouldn't kill them to eat them. You know okay. what I mean? And if somebody else wanted to kill them to eat them, I would kill that person and then probably eat them. Um <laughs> But I would I would definitely protect my own friends. If if I don't know you, I don't have any emotional tie to you. And that's mm. that's part yeah. of being human, right? I'd eat a rando for sure. Like I would kill a rando and but eat would you them eat to survive. any of your
1: friends' corpses? Like if you just like died.
0: If they to if they just died and they didn't die from some kind of like crazy disease that yeah. I would be able to get from eating their corpse, yeah, uh, yeah I would eat them to survive. Which one of your friends do you think would be the tastiest? Mm.
1: She's, like, thinking so hard. You are, de-
0: you are Deanna because you're vegans. Yeah. I would eat the vegans first. Yeah,
1: would you eat the vegans? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I have a lot more meat than Deanna. A lot more meat to me. You're just
0: a taller person, though, yeah, so... Yeah, it's more meat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Either way, I think you guys would be the tastiest. Yes. Because okay. there's, cool. you guys just have so much more... You use so many more things in your diet. Like, True. everybody else... Just relies on meat for their flavor, mm. right? Salt and Food, really pepper and meat. Yeah. Um. I, was, <laughs> I, was,
1: <laughs> I was asking my husband if he would eat my corpse, and he said no, and I got like upset.
0: Yeah, I mean, fair. Why would you waste it if it was? If you were in a, an apocalyptic situation.
1: And then I asked, and then I said, if I die first, would you wear my toe around your neck like a necklace for good luck? And he just said, what the fuck is <laughs> that? Ow! Oh shit! <laughs> he just hit her head. Uh, it's getting it's getting rowdy, but yeah, uh, he didn't, and he, yeah, he just did not. I would wear one of your fingers definitely would you? on a necklace, would you?
0: especially with like the nails
1: you have right now. It would right? look sick. My toes look good too. My toe, I do always mani pedi together, and yeah. they're matte black also. Oh, uh, I mean, you would you do my fingers? You would do my whole hand fingers. or like just one finger, two fingers, middle finger, thumb. I would.
0: I would. I would. I think I would use different fingers for different lengths of necklaces and different Ooh, levels of formality depending like, on the day. I'm like not like much of a jewelry person, but I might do, like, layered finger necklaces. Okay. She would, like, <laughs> make a whole line out of my hands. Yeah. Or maybe I would just create a crown of your fingers. <laughs> oh, that would look so fucking
1: good. See? I
0: wouldn't even wear a toe. Would you, would you, would you, who would you eat? Who would you, you who would you eat? Who would you eat?
1: I'm fucking vegan. I just eat Yeah, but
0: something. humans are different.
1: No, I wouldn't eat a human.
0: Really? Why?
1: Because I don't have the enzymes to mm, digest. Yeah, to break it
0: down. Would um, you wear my fingers? No. Rude. I would wear yours. Yeah, but you
1: don't get your nails done.
0: Yeah, okay. That's fair.
1: <laughs> that's a good point. I'd wear, like, Maya's fingers because she gets her nails mm, done. Yeah, we yeah have she same gets, yeah, guy. yeah. She's so got the same nail guys. So yeah. I would wear hers um but yeah no you don't get your nails done so i wouldn't be wearing that shit
0: yeah okay she and didn't. i've got i've got toe fungus right now so you yeah, definitely don't want f- my toes i not fucking do anything with your feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want my feet that's for I sure i would give your
1: feet to my enemy
0: <laughs> <laughs> i would give my feet to my enemy
1: <laughs> i would smack your ex with your dismembered <laughs> foot <laughs>
0: Thank you. That's all I want It's my death, would, like, in My time the, of death. Yeah, I, would, I just like, want to smear know. the
1: fungal juice. Like
0: make sure everyone that's ever wronged me cannot come to my my funeral, and also <laughs> smack all my exes with my fucking my feet my toes smack them. yeah i just single toes like whip them in their eyes <laughs> ping, ping, ping. slingshot them yeah, yeah i exactly. was gonna say slingshot oh. Jeez. i would get my nails done with like talon nails right before i died if i knew that you would dismember my fingers and use them as slingshot mm-hmm. like arrows bro like, you need to get help yeah I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> demented Alexa, i have spent <laughs> so much time in my apartment, doing nothing but watching people fight each other, and like, I'm not joking, bro. I was stuck inside an apartment with a man who has worse ADHD than I do, Damn. worse ADHD than the two of us combined do, and the only thing that can hold his attention is macho action movies.
1: That's gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the, the like, the nicest thing we watched the entire time we were in COVID jail was Lord of the Rings.
1: That's also gay.
0: Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like fantasy gay. Yeah. I actually, okay, so hear me out here. Mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned this to a couple people. What is your opinion on this? So, for anybody who doesn't know, my boyfriend is 6'5 and I am 5'4. Mm-hmm. He says 5'3, it's 5'4. Regardless, this is the idea that I had. Mm-hmm. For a couple's costume for Halloween next year, okay, Legolas and Gimli. Okay, I'll be Gimli, duh.
1: Which one's Gimli?
0: I know he's the okay. short dwarf with the big beard, oh. the Viking dwarf. Yeah, and then he'll be Legolas, the big tall elf. You would have to be slutty. I could be a slutty Gimli. Yeah, you would have to. be I slu- could figure out a way to be a yeah, slutty Gimli. Yeah,
1: yeah. Then I'll accept it.
0: Ass out, Gimli.
1: Ass out In 2022, <laughs> and he would have to be.
0: He has to be legless. Yeah, he has to be legless. Yes, and that's the point. Which is so they're, they're like already. they're like friends, but like. Mm. But, like, he's also got the long blonde hair and the, mm. the fucking blue eyes. He's that Aryan race bullshit. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true <laughs> who he is.
1: You know, I think if we, like, start our podcast from the very beginning, you could just see the descent yeah. into madness. Definitely. Right? Like, it just each episode, the structure just loosens. It's like that guy who painted Did we cats. ever have structure? No. No, okay, right. Yeah. No, we didn't. No. Because mm-hmm. no one will give us Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying trying to get diagnosed with ADHD for real,
0: for real, so that I can get
1: us. There's this online um, prescription thing that I get my acne medication from, and they emailed me, and they're like, oh, now we're doing fucking (laughs) mental health medication.
0: Jesus Christ. That's a bad call. Right? So- Do they look your name up at CAMH first? Right? So I had to do this, like, test-
1: to see if I'm eligible for anything and, and um just lie. Well yeah, I tried to lie, but then I tried to like also make it sound bad so it's like urgent. Mm. You know. It's yeah, so that's a very fine line, very
0: delicate line.
1: But then I see then I see that um they don't give any benzos or any stimulants. So I was yeah, like what the fuck is the sense. point? And then they're like you need to be, you're depressed. I was like well, no fucking shit. Yeah. So anyway, that was useless. So don't do it, kids. Yeah, don't. It's not. It's a waste of time. They're not gonna give you anything good. No. Um. Yeah. So that's why we've never had structure in our podcast because no one will give us Adderall. Um. And even if they did, we'd just be railing it, and the staffer would be like boofing it off each other's asses, Like, <laughs> screaming, talking about eating each other's hands and shit. And Come. <laughs> And even further oh into madness God. yeah but you know what this is a this is an authentic fucking podcast because yeah. we have no there's no ulterior motive with this we're not trying to sell you anything
0: we're not trying to prove that we're good people no
1: we're not trying to prove anything i haven't we have no message to share like we have no agenda with this it's a hobby and it's just a conversation between two buddies in their work staff
0: room and we're still going to keep making these episodes even if nobody listens it's probably better if nobody listens
1: honestly the less people listen the f- yeah we're not this this is real authenticity this is about as <laughs> fucking authentic and and you know we can we get vulnerable on this fucking <laughs> podcast yes. About,
0: you know. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I'm, I laugh, but, like, actually, we have. You yeah. Know, coming up on uh, Bellette's Talk Day yeah. once again. You guys can all revisit that if you actually want to see us be vulnerable. Yeah, With exactly. a purpose. Because, that here's the thing, is that I feel like, and I've been guilty of this in the past, mm. I think people sometimes get carried away with their vulnerability. 100%.
1: You can, well, you can weaponize your vulnerability Absolutely. yeah 100 percent. and you can i mean i have multiple cancer placements so i use my vulnerability to manipulate people all the time
0: <laughs> it's worked great i love that you're so open and honest with it because i'm not open and honest about my manipulative characteristics no no because then if people are aware that i'm manipulative then it's not going to work and then I just baited out my scene right now by saying that. True. See? Yeah. Well, fuck me. See, I
1: got you to open up. Yeah, See, <laughs> I manipulated you into admitting that you're a manipulator. See, I'll fucking... It's meta. Yeah, it is. It That's Aquarius going. shit. Meta. We're all about the meta. Not, um like, the Zuckerberg meta. Like, actual meta no, shit. No, like, true meta. Yeah, not, like, NFTs and all that. Yeah. Vulnerability can be... It's too much. And I'm seeing it too much because now it's, like, cool to be all open.
0: Yeah. And, you Pe- know, like, it's, like... People are like, oh, it's so cool to be authentic and vulnerable and da 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 da, and it's like, it's cringe. Honestly, it's kind of it's is vulnerability the, it's, cringe. Vulnerability is getting kind of cringe. Like I, like would, are you over it? <clears throat> I am over it. Um, in a lot of ways, because first of all, my attention span can't handle the novels that people are posting on social mm-hmm. media about their mental health. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no problem supporting somebody who needs support, mm-hmm. but. I, I don't, I don't have the, like, as soon as I see people with like, you know, 10 fucking Insta stories and it's just their face talking to the screen, I'm Mm -hmm. like, you, you're posting this so you can rewatch this for yourself. I mean, I rewatch my stories because I'm funny, but that's because I want to see some good content. I'm not re like, I'm not, I'm not posting videos of myself crying. I get, like, weird about talking about this sometimes, too, because I'm, like, A, because I've been guilty of doing this in the past. Not necessarily, like, videos of me crying, but, like, videos of, or, like, posts about me being, like, very open and very raw about, like, how I'm struggling. Mm. And I do think that it's important, but I think when that becomes all you're doing, mm. it seems insincere.
1: Yeah, well, is there an agenda? Is there a motive? Like, are you selling me shit? Are you um indicting me into your cult of personality? Mm. Like, because okay, here's the thing. I was thinking about this last night as I was falling asleep. Right? It's one thing where you know someone for like because they're like an actor you like, yeah. or they're like um a model, or they just they create something into this world and then they get vulnerable and you're like okay well I already like this person I'm already following them I'm a fan of their work yeah now I'm seeing the human side of them I'm seeing the human side and I can kind of relate to some of their pain and whatever and it brings light to it but when it's like some a fucko who that's their entire body of work is just them being vulnerable and authentic it's like but what do you do Yeah. what do you do and it's like at this point and 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 sometimes it's like the basis is their vulnerability and then they throw some merch at you or whatever yeah and it's like wait a minute am i just buying this shit because you made me feel oh validated or something
0: right like they like they Mm -hmm. yeah then they start a few years ago there was a clothing brand that literally like just like they had like t-shirts and shit that just said shit like anxiety on them or, like, Oh like anxiety see, club I or something that. right yeah, and yeah, i was yeah. like bro like a yeah we all have anxiety so like haha ha, cool like let's make light of it i guess in order to like n- i hate this fucking word now normalize it um <laughs> but it becomes almost cli- you, you you make it cliche yeah. almost like you, like you're not You're not ending stigma around mental health by doing this. You're actually just adding a. I feel like you're just like creating a new kind of stigma. Well, I think
1: you're turning it into like some weird novelty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're like taking away trivializing sure. it thank you that's the word i'm looking for yes I like that i just went to thank you even though i was the one who came and you're welcome yeah um,
1: you. <laughs> well in this i mean we talked about this in the bell episode where it's like every fucking corporation every motherfucker has to have like fucking mm-hmm. you know there has to be morality they have to have some kind of fucking fight mm-hmm. it's like i walk by a lululemon all the time when i run errands there's one by my house and they have this fucking little sign outside that says like racism, sexism, uh, homophobia will not be tolerated in this store, and it's like, well, fucking duh. Like yeah, like why does that even need to be said? Are you implying that everyone at Loblaws is homophobic, or like everyone at fucking Nike is? You know, it's what I so mean?
0: performative, and like I don't know, maybe because maybe because I'm white, I shouldn't say this, but like I almost feel like BLM has Ooh. lost. Has lost a lot of its. It's lost a lot of its weight Mm -hmm. because everybody's saying Black Lives Matter, and it's like, of course, yeah. I'm not taking away from the fact that that statement is true, but like. It's it's been co-opted so much. That's when it gets
1: co-opted by fucking corporations. It's like Wendy's is like BLM. It's like, shut up. Make a fucking chicken sandwich. Shut the 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 fuck fuck up. up. Like, why is Listerine like gay now? Like (laughs) during June? Like, oh, like here's your, you know what I mean? Anyway, I've gone on this rant many times. So you guys don't need to hear it. But that shit annoys me because authenticity vulnerability is being co-opted like that. And then on the other end, you have like just like nonstop trauma dumping. Yeah. Right. I remember learning that term many years ago. I was like, shit, I definitely do this. And people do this to me all the time.
0: It's done to me. And and, yeah, and I do it too.
1: Where, you know, I think it it is important to share your like mental health, you know, like I've always been open about my mental health stuff, but I try not to like, like, just like word vomit over people because that's a lot and it can be really, really triggering, think like oh i should be vulnerable i should open up and then you like might reveal some stuff that's like too intense yeah whether that's your following or like that's your group of people um they might not be ready yeah for that um maybe your friends are not ready for that and i'm not saying like oh keep that shit bottled up but just it's all it's always a read the room type of situation
0: and and that's why i think it's important to also you need to ask for consent in, in many situations, right? Like this, it's, consent is, is not just something you need to ask for in sexual encounters. Like, mm. consent is now something that we are aware that we need to ask for when it comes to these kinds of conversations. Like, mm-hmm. can, do you have the bandwidth to have this conversation mm-hmm. with me? Can you hold mm-hmm. space for me for yeah. this? Are you in the right space? I need to talk about something. Can you, can, are you ready? Would, would you be able to talk to me about this? That sort of thing, right? Um, because, exactly like you said, like maybe somebody doesn't have the ability to hold space for you. They don't have the spoons today for it, that sort of thing. And it's, it's important, whatever. And I I shared, I sent the article to you, and I'm sure you were familiar with the term already, but vulnerability porn is this, uh, I was reading an article about vulnerability porn the other day. And um, I think that that's a very good, like, all-encompassing term for what's happening these days. Um, because it, like, what this article was even talking about is since the pandemic has started, um, influencers who would usually be, like, traveling the world and going to all kinds of fancy restaurants and posting all kinds of things about their lavish lifestyle, they now can't do that because of the restrictions. So they have to find another way to garner, um, views. traction views. Yeah. Traction on their, engagement. on their social media. Exactly. Engagement. And so, what they're finding is is these like moments of quote unquote authenticity, these moments of vulnerability of like how they're struggling through the pandemic and this sort of thing is what is garnering the engagement that they're it's looking making for. The money. It's exactly. And that's it. Is a lot of these influencers are literally making money off of talking about their problems to people. Um and and I mean like if it helps you, it helps you. But I just think it's important to also be critical. Of why these things are why we're seeing so much of it now, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the time it is disingenuous, yeah. Um, and and that's something that you know we live in a capitalistic society, follow the money always, always follow the money because that's what what where you're going to find out why things are are happening, um, no matter where they're happening, and and I, uh I think it's important for people to also remember the consequences of oversharing and and of Mm. sharing these things right like i've this is really
1: rich coming from us right now i know right let's do it but
0: like (laughs) i've i've overshared a lot and i've had people who cared about me reach out to me and be like listen like i don't think that what you're doing is landing the way you think it's landing Mm. And I was and I was offended at the time that some of these people said this to me because I was like, fuck you. Like what I'm doing is actually making a difference in so many people's lives because people are literally messaging me telling me that. And that's fair. But like the long term effects I realized later on down the road, like me exposing that much of my personal life to people on the Internet didn't it maybe made me feel better. In the in the immediate, but it didn't make me feel better in the long term because in the long term, then I started feel I started and whether it was real or not, I started feeling like people thought I was unstable and unreliable, and uh, you know, like I, I, I started to feel more judged than I than I had been before I shared anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Because you're
1: you're like, people are only seeing me through this lens now, and I'm like so many things.
0: Exactly, I've created this image where I'm basically this broken person to people, and that's not who i am like yes i have issues but i'm not a broken person of course not and and i realized i but i had created this image of like being a broken person to so many people
1: well it would also hinder your recovery because especially if this is how you're making money then you getting better is not interesting right because then if people are relating to your content only because they can relate to the pain you're in seeing you happy would be almost like a
0: yeah, you'll lose money essentially, lose right? Lose money
1: because be like, okay, well, she's good now. I'm gonna follow. Yeah, now like, she's
0: boring. Now she's this whatever. Yeah, like.
1: like now she's a normie. Now whatever.
0: And that's and that's the other thing as well, though, right? Is it's like how many people are engaging with your content because they genuinely feel connected to what you're going through, and how many people are watching you because they're like, this is just unhinged, crazy, cringy bullshit. True. Right? yeah like i've been guilty of watching people have mental breakdowns on fucking instagram and be like bro, bro. that you wow you, really you posted this you you yeah. you're, really you're you're gonna sit here and bawl your eyes out while you're clearly high on cocaine and 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 talk about how some woman stole your purse and and yeah. just like messy. literally go off the like so messy and i'm just like i mean i guess if this is what helps you make money then sure but like literally I'm watching you and I'm just like girl where is your where are your friends like where is yeah, your family well, this is the shit
1: like I've been watching so much reality TV and like this is the shit that people want to see and this is why I watch some people's content online the same way I watch housewives you know what I mean it's yeah. so it might not be landing the way that you want it to land um, I, I just I, I started to realize with this whole like I've because I think I've been open about being in therapy and dealing with ptsd and stuff like that with like anybody that comes to me it's not like hi i'm Anya. i have ptsd but like you know even in my chair it's something that i've talked to people about if it comes up or i'll just casually be like oh my therapist i'm glad people feel comfortable my clients feel comfortable i've even actually helped a few of my clients like go into therapy like which is a boundary (laughs) issue that i learn about but you know what i mean that like, you learned about is that, what you just yeah, said? Yeah, yeah. that boundary she learned
0: about val was like um mm, anya <laughs> yeah right where
1: i'm like girl um but you know what like i i've had people after message me like hey like when you did my hair you like mentioned that you're in therapy like do you like like your therapist could i see them too like i've been in those situations before but actually when um when we came back to work after this lockdown a few months in I started to realize that I can't hold space for people. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I'm like, I'm not equipped. Yeah. I'm not equipped to have these kinds of conversations. And I've invited those conversations. Right. By this vulnerability that I've presented to people. And and now I have to really backtrack. Because... um, you know we've talked about this in our back to work blues episode where you know i talked about like i do really long color corrections long color appointments and sometimes it turns into like almost like a spiritual experience where we like talk about so much shit and it's like in this climate of what's going on right now i can no longer like kind of do that for people so where do i go from here and then i'm like and I had this moment where I was like, Bitch, where do you go from here? Just keep doing sick hair, you dumb piece of shit. Like, we <laughs> need to fucking tack on all this other shit onto it. And I ended up, like, kind of posting just on my hair count and just be like, guys, like, we need to, like, chill out with the fucking conversation. Cause I just. You know, there're just days where like I would work a 12-hour shift and it would just be death, 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 disease, like job loss, like stuff. I'm like I'm like I'm not a trained therapist. Like I cannot have these conversations, yeah. but people feel comfortable with me because they know that I'm like okay talking about this stuff. So now it's like okay, I have to really set boundaries and like step away from that otherwise I'm going to lose my fucking mind or give some like bad advice or just like hurt people which I don't want to do and it's like I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, that was, uh, I had to take an L there, but at the same time, it's like sharing certain, being vulnerable and sharing certain experiences is really helpful as well. Like I had this amazing conversation, um, with one of my clients who I, I I do go there with, like we have these like deep conversations or kind of similar, similar background. And it was just such a moment for both of us because we had a very unique experience, in our lives that a lot of people have not had. And um, we were able to relate to one another. And it was like, whoa, like we just had, and we were like, okay, we have to stop talking about this stuff. But we were like, whoa. And like, it actually made me feel so much better. And it also was like a little breakthrough for me because I realized that, that experience kind of alienated me from other people. Because, like, when I was a kid, before my family moved to Canada, it took, like, my parents seven years to do all the immigration stuff. So I knew that I'd be moving to Canada from, like, age three. And I, and that happened at age ten. Because of, like, Soviet Union shit, like, post-Soviet Union stuff and, like, East European culture, um, my parents were like, don't tell anybody yeah. that we're moving can Canada. Like, don't tell anybody. So I wasn't allowed to tell my friends, like, anybody um, like my dad moved to Canada a year before us, and my family was like, "Just say your dad's like sick, and he's at like a sanatorium."
0: What the fuck or, is a sanatorium? It's like a
1: East European thing, as okay. well, but like it's like a wellness thing okay they're like just say he's like just kind of give like one word answer he's like i don't know so people can just be like like they'll yeah, speculate yeah, yeah. but they won't know the real answer because then people get jealous and yeah whatever so i wasn't allowed to tell any of my friends and then we i moved to canada on april 3rd but i had to leave my hometown on april 1st because we flew out from the capital which is april fools mm-hmm. and so oh, so april fools exist in soviet yes. russia oh okay cool. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes we also had april fools so yeah we were like had all our bags packed we were like my family was like taking us to the train station to leave like forever and it was a school day and all my friends were like heading to school and they were like where are you going and i'm like i'm moving to canada and they're like haha april fools and they like never never literally never saw me again <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my best ghosting today. So Aquarius of you, right? <laughs> like right. bye bitches, right? That yeah, really set told
1: the, them, right? So, but like, so I like n- they never saw me again, and I never saw my friends again. I just like moved to a whole different country and started a new Fucking life. Fucking crazy. And they thought I was joking, and that they would like see me an hour later at school. And it's been like over twenty
0: years. Yeah, there's no way you have trauma from that. No. no.
1: So I was just like, well, no big deal. And, um, my client went through the exact same thing when Whoa. she moved here from Russia, but it was even harder for her because she was in her 20s when that happened.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. She's in her 20s. I was at least 10 years old. So, yeah, I mean, you have deep friendships at 10, but, like, yeah, not, uh, like, when you're fucking 20. No, like, have been through some shit. So, we kind of had this moment where she's kind of talking about that. I think we just... I think it was around April. So, we were just talking about April Fools. And somehow this came up when we were, like, whoa. And it, like, just kind of changed me that moment. So... I do see the importance in these conversations, but then I've also had conversations with my clients where I'm like, I'm not equipped to know this information or deal with it or yeah. process it in any way. Where people have told me some crazy fucking shit that haunts me. Some really highly sensitive information that I can never tell anybody, where I'm like, fuck, like now nah, I'm just fucked from this. So it's a double edged sword. I think when it comes to like famous people, influencers, anybody, I think you have to be really careful. Um, because it can be that vulnerability. They, they, they know. They've tapped into it. and Well, it's exactly. Like, at
0: this point in time, it's like you know that their motivation might not actually be genuine. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's what worries me these days when I see people making vulnerable posts is I'm just like, but why are you doing this now? Mm-hmm. Because at this point in time, if you haven't already made a vulnerable post – at some point over the last five years the fact that you're doing it now Mm -hmm. makes me wonder what your motivation is because like i don't know and like and and then like you said like the other people where all all they're doing is making vulnerable posts too right like to me when i see somebody just like like all of their material all of their content is just constantly vulnerability after vulnerability after vulnerability mental mental health i'm just like struggles I'm, uh, that concerns me in a way where I'm like, you are not getting the care that you need mm-hmm. off of the internet. Yeah, Something is not going right. You, your partner is not supporting you properly. Your friends are not supporting you you're properly. Outsourcing you're outsourcing that yeah. love. Right? And it's not, you're not going to get the proper care from the internet. You're just not. You, no. you never will. You cannot. It's not possible because it's not tangible. It's not real. Like, mm-hmm. And like, I, I know that, some people, I know there's a lot of people in the world who, like, don't have a lot of friends in real life and they have their friends online. That's a different situation, right? Like, you have, like, your 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 private conversations with people that only happen online. Not in the what? public, yeah. Not in the public eye. But when you're, like, making Insta stories or you're making TikToks or you're live tweeting your nervous breakdown, mm. like, it's not...
1: It's a cry. For, it's like a cry for hell. Yeah, that's not never going to be answered the way you want it to be.
0: It, well, yeah, exactly, right. And it's like if, if it happens one time, it's one thing. If it's happening consistently, then it's like either this person's in crisis and somebody actually needs to intervene, or this is not th- this person doesn't actually want to get better. Yeah, and and then it becomes are we glamorizing mental illness? You know what I mean? Like that's, I guess that's where my concern goes with, with a lot of this vulnerability porn is like, and, and, and it also ties into a lot of people who were like armchair diagnosing themselves with borderline personality disorder for a while. Like BPD is a bit of a TikTok trend. Totally. Um, and as someone who lives with this disorder, it's no joke. It's, not fucking cool like i'm sorry but you know being awake until three in the morning because your paranoid thoughts have you spiraling inside your head literally like you know you lie down at 11 p.m and you're up until 3 a.m just being like well what if this happens and what if this happens and what mm-hmm. if this person it's like it's beyond anxiety it's like your paranoid thoughts create all these crazy scenarios in your head and all of a sudden you're lying in bed and you're like okay so i need to pack a small bag and jump on the next train and disappear across the country. And like, that's what concerns me is, is, um.
1: What concerns you? I don't remember. (laughs) 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 She's not concerned at all. Oh, he has no concerns. Her mind just went blank.
0: Yeah. Just. What did I. What was I saying? (laughs) I swear to God, when I talk to a doctor, the next time I talk to a doctor, I'm just going to show them this episode and be like, please, I'm telling you I have ADHD. I have ADHD. Please just fucking medicate me. Um,
1: (laughs) The other thing with like all these kind of more like higher profile people, you know, who have eyes on them. Being vulnerable is they share a lot of shitty fucking advice because they're not therapists, they're not yeah. anybody. So one thing is really fucking pissing me off. <laughs> this has been pissing me off for ages, but it's okay not to be okay. Oh it's not okay to not be okay.
0: No, it's not. Because you're not okay. And you deserve to be okay. Okay. Exactly. You deserve to be okay. You should be okay. I- and-, and just okay. No one's telling you to be good. Yeah. We're just you just being okay. Like, like base level just you can manage yeah like
1: wealth people who have money people have privilege you can't say that right because you'll see that all the time you'll yeah. see like some fucking rich ass you know whoever jump on ah oh, guys i'm just having like a mental health day like you know I, I was gonna like do this but now i'm feeling off so i'm just gonna have like a little self-care day because it's like it's okay not to be okay and it's like what the fuck does that mean you yeah, know? that's like the, the modern, it is what it is.
0: I was gonna play devil's advocate here. It's okay not to be okay. I'm gonna, b- I believe that the root, like when it originally was being stated, it was another one of those, like, let's just ending see. the stigma, mm-hmm. whatever. However, like all good things, it gets co-opted. Yeah. And now it's like, it's the same it's the same as self-care, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. self-care is not actually bubble baths. It's not bubble baths, it's not face masks, it's yeah. not retail it's therapy.
1: <laughs> it's blocking people. It's calling people a piece of shit to their face it's confrontation it's fighting people on the street it's killing your parents it's um like killing your siblings it might be burying them like in the backyard throwing them in the dumpster um eating it's wearing a crown of your friend's
0: fingers
1: yeah like eating corpses um yeah yeah just like you know assault that's real (laughs) self-care during an apocalypse right (laughs) so <laughs> exactly exactly you know what i mean bubble baths like no like bubble bath in like your enemy's blood that's fucking self-care Ooh. do you like that
0: does blood bubble well
1: why are you asking me that <laughs> <I'm vegan. laughs> Dude, i thought you were more being like why are you asking me that as if i fucking and gluten-free oh my god does celery bleed no no nothing bleeds that i eat because i'm vegan Do you know what I mean? I thought
0: you were just going to end it with nothing bleeds. Blood is (laughs) fake. Blood and time, both illusions. Illusions. Blood is not real. If you think you see blood, girl, I got some news for you. It's not okay
1: (laughs) to see blood. You shouldn't. It doesn't exist.
0: Let's change it. It's not okay to see blood. (laughs) You're not okay if you see blood. Right. Well, Going back. Is that just, are we gaslighting people with uteruses again? (laughs) Oh <laughs> Did you see blood?
1: You're not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Periods aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a period, no, you didn't. <laughs> if there's stuff in your diva cup, go to the hospital.
0: <laughs> Don't worry. The hospitals can totally handle it right totally.
1: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go to the hospital.
0: Also, if you've heard the hospitals are, are not fine. They're You're fine. Wrong. They're fine,
1: dear hospital. It's okay not to be okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It is what it is, girl. Yeah.
0: Just have a I mean, back. You, you know, nurses everywhere are basically saying it is what it is in order to just like keep themselves from not walking in front of a fucking moving vehicle. Oh, for sure. We support healthcare workers. Yes. <laughs> so good to have you back buddy thanks good to be back it's yeah. good to be with you again i missed you while you were did you cry i did i did cry i didn't you didn't no. cry i don't think i've really cried no i did cry once recently but anyways bye, bye. <laughs> we